0: huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players.
1: The York Institute Dragons eliminate Monterey to reach the state semifinals. Clay County routes Gordonsville in their quarterfinal rematch while basketball season gets underway in the Upper Cumberland.
0: From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range.
1: The TWSWA high school football playoffs move into the semifinal round. Good morning. From Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive at Goodville, Tom Duggan for the high school playbook, a rather abbreviated scoreboard from Friday night. As only three teams from the Upper Cumberland remained in the playoffs going into the quarterfinal round on Friday night, the Clay County Bulldogs punched their ticket to the Class 1A state semifinals. Clay County gets a big nod from a lot of contributors. In fact, they score on every offensive series except one last night. And for the 11th time in 13 games, Clay County gets a running clock in the second half of the football game. They route Gordonsville 41-6, Clay County, onto the semifinals for the first time since 1985. They were known as Salina High School back 37 years ago. They lost in the uh, semifinal round that year to South Pittsburgh 35 to nothing. Up next for Clay County will be Coalfield, Coalfield at 12-1, and 1. Beat Oliver Springs last night, 56 to nothing. McKenzie and MASE out of West Tennessee are the other two teams in the final four in Class 1A. Class 2A on Friday night, York Institute beats Monterey 35 to 21. Great night for Matthew Montgomery for Monterey High School. 22 carries, 103 yards, and three touchdowns just running the football last night. Logan Pinnell had a big night for York Institute. Ten carries, 180 yards, and four touchdowns. York last made the semifinals back in 2009 where they lost to Milan 43-15. Up next for the Dragons will be Tyner, who knocked off East Robertson last night 35-7. On the west side of the Class 2A bracket, Riverside will take on Huntingdon for the right to play in Chattanooga for the championship. Right now we're going to talk to Monterey head football coach Scott Hughes who unfortunately was on the short end of that 35 21 score on Friday night. Coach, a good York Institute team. you had seen them early in the season, you knew what they were all about. How tough a game was it going in for your football team? And uh, what made the biggest difference, you think, in the game last night?
2: Well, we knew they were very talented, uh, a lot of athletes across the board, and have a great scheme. Uh, you know, Coach Riot does a phenomenal job, and, and he's got those guys believing, and they're really physical. Um, at every position, and and that's a hat to, that my my hats off to those young men and and to those coaches. Um, you know, we had talked about it uh, all week after the first time we played them. Uh, we've got to limit big plays, and at times throughout the year that had kind of been our kryptonite. We we've gave up, you know, explosive plays, and and last night was no different. Um, you know, York hit us uh, on probably. I know of three or four you know, huge game plays that were touchdowns, and uh, I, I really felt that was the difference uh, because we were giving up touchdowns in one or two plays uh, instead of making them drive and really have to grind. And, and on the flip side of that, we didn't have many explosive plays last night. Everything that we had uh, was, was going to have to be a, a three-yard, four-yard gain and try to sustain drives, and that's really difficult to do.
1: Logan Pinnell, you mentioned breaking off some big plays. The running back had a 56-yard touchdown and a 65-yard touchdown. They looked similar. What, what happened on those two plays that freed him up? He seemed to find a seam and hit a second gear. was just on go from that point. It, it
2: was, you know, and we had talked about it, uh, again, uh, making them stay lateral and not getting vertical on us. And, and he found a vertical crease, and, and we were not in the right spots. And, uh, you know, those things happen. Um, end of the night we we didn 't play well enough to win, and uh York outplayed us and and hats off to those guys, but uh, you know hats off to our guys they they battled um, you know we just didn 't make enough plays it, it was It was one of those things that you know when you 're in the quarterfinals you, you got to make plays and and last night they just made a few more than we did.
1: Mason Bowman goes down in the second quarter with an injury. Looked like a lower leg. I'll let you kind of expand on that, what happened with him. And uh, did he have any thoughts, or did you all have any thoughts of him maybe even trying to give it a go in the second half?
2: Uh, you know, Mason got, got rolled up. Uh, what You know, I, I was right in front of it when it happened. And, uh, you know, lower leg, uh, ankle, uh, it, it was, it, it, you know, Pretty good injury, um, and and Mason's a guy that he he wanted to go back in, but you know we we after testing it, you know I I just didn't feel comfortable uh, putting him at risk, uh, and he's a young man that uh, you know took it hard, um, and he he wanted to play, but he he was going to be. Um, you know, at risk if we did put him back in at that point in time. And, and you know, we felt comfortable with what we had with Matthew and Michael Allred and uh, Cole Bowman and Eli Saylors and those guys. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things we've always said, we're you know, at the end of the day it's about taking care of young men. It's about developing young men of, of high character, and, and we're never going to put a young man at risk.
1: Coach, you team, it seemed like you gave them a lift after – Uh, After Mason left the field and they come back out, there seemed to be a little bit more fire there. Did you sense that, especially with Matthew Montgomery? It it almost felt like he took it personal, and he he was really trying to make a lot of things happen there.
2: Well, you know, there's uh, nobody ever going to doubt that Matthew Montgomery wanted to win. Um, You know, he's a guy that, uh, you know, when you you look back over his high school career, the growth that he had uh, as a player just – uh, off the charts. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things we knew that you know, as long as he had the football, we had a shot. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that uh, I would take every day of the week, not only as a football player, but as a young man. Uh, you know, he, he's a special young man that uh, has been a blessing to our program and, and for me, a blessing to coach. Thirty five
1: twenty one at York Institute it gets a late touchdown to make it a two touchdown margin. It was a one score game most of the night. Coach, it was twenty to seven at one point your team rallies with two unanswered touchdowns there. Kinda of compare the mindsets there when you're down fourteen or down thirteen at one point to the point that you come back and grab the lead. Did the team get down at any certain point or was it that motivation to come back and claw their way back into the game?
2: Well, you know, that I felt that our guys never wavered. Uh, we, we talk about adversity all the time. I mean, that's a word that gets used probably every day in our program. And, and you know, we always kind of use the, the phrase, as ironic as it is, okay, how are you going to handle it if you're up 14? How are you going to handle it if you're down 14? Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for us, last night we were we were down 14 at one point or 13, and, uh, you know, I, I never saw a look on our guys' face of worry or, or concern. It, it was really a focused look on how to fix it and and how to get back in it, and our guys done that. And, and you know, we just didn't make enough plays down the stretch. Um, you know, it, it was something that I felt we had a couple opportunities. Uh, we were in good spots, and, and we just didn't make the play. And and that's sports. That, that's athletics in, in general. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, what sport you play. Uh, you know, as long as you're as long as you're giving a great effort. That's what we've always told our guys. As long as you give your best effort, the end of the night we will be okay. And um, and and last night was one of those nights where uh, I never questioned our effort from from anybody.
1: Every team is going to go home, but one with a loss at the end of the football season basically and your team finishes ten and three quarterfinal run I know it's hard today after a loss maybe to put a lot into perspective but coach when you reflect back on this season how do you think you're going to look at it overall
2: it was a a phenomenal year Um, you know uh, we were talking last night if you would have told us in August uh, and and you would have said hey we can guarantee that you'll be ten and three and be in the quarterfinals Uh, I I would have probably looked at them a little bit crazy. Uh, You know, we've played so many sophomores this year, a a few juniors that were, you know, really first-year starters or or maybe even first-year high school uh, football players. Uh, And and to see the growth of our football team from July and August uh, to be in the quarterfinals is a special run, um, second-farthest run in our school's history. And that's a hat, hat off to all the young men in our program from, from Matthew and, and Eli and Michael and James and Mason and, and all the seniors on down uh, to our freshman class that, that got to hopefully learn how to be a, a, a good teammate and a, how to be a good athlete and, and how to prep each week. Um, it, 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 was a, it was a special year. You know, we, we ended up winning eight games in a row, uh, two playoff wins, you know, went on the road and beat Hampton who was a defending state runner-up and number three in the state at the time. And, uh, you know, just, just a lot of uh, significantly more positive memories than negative. Yeah, I, I'll say that.
1: Coach, what are you going to miss most about your senior class, an outstanding group of student athletes?
2: You know, the funny thing when I answer this is everybody, you know, probably is, is sitting here thinking, well, you know, you you got a Mr. Football semifinals. you got a quarterback that, uh, you know, has, has – almost 2,000 yards of total offense and uh, over 100 tackles. But the thing to me personally that I will miss most about this senior class is the relationships. Um, just phenomenal young men that, that I truly enjoy having conversation with. And the conversation is not always football. Right. It, it, it's more than that. Um, just to, uh, to get to spend so much time with those guys and get to see them grow. For some of them I've had since they were in eighth grade. Uh, you know, with us being a 7th through 12th school, uh, I brought several of those guys up uh, when they were in eighth grade. So, uh, I, you know, I've seen the growth from being a middle school you know, student athlete in, into being a senior that's fixing to walk across the stage in a few months. Um, I hope that in some way that that I've been a positive or they'll take something away from what we've done. Uh, but that, that'll that be the piece to me that, that I will miss the most is just the day-to-day interaction with these guys. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I still have them for a few months in the school building. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, once they leave, uh, that the the football piece you always miss, uh, it's, it's the relationship part uh, that I, that I hope that we can sustain and and maintain over over the course of the years I you know still have a good relationship with with so many and uh, that that's a big key to me and that's what I always hope to develop over the years of of coaching these young men.
1: It's been a great year for Monterey 10 and 3 and again a loss in the quarterfinals but still fantastic season and some great careers for the seniors that will be moving on from Monterey. Coach Scott Hughes has joined us on the high school playbook coach. Congratulations on a great year.
2: Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate all you guys do. Uh, not only for Monterey football and, and for, for Monterey athletics in general, but for all you do for the Upper Cumberland. It's, it's awesome the time that you guys pour into it, and, and we're, it's very much appreciated. Thank you so much, Coach. Coach. Coach Scott
1: Hughes joining us in the High School Playbook. When we come back, we'll talk some Play County football with Coach Bruce Lamb. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders.
0: No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
1: Clay County Bulldogs are on to the semifinal round of the Class 1A state playoffs. Clay County with a 41-6 dominating victory over their region rival Gordonsville on Friday night. Coach Bruce Lamb joining us on a high school playbook. Coach, what a win for your ball club last night, 35 points over Gordonsville. Did you expect that kind of domination from your team?
3: Not at all. Uh, never, never in my mind did it, you know, Coach Jackson, his staff does such a great job and they got a really good football team and, uh, you know, never in my wildest imagination did I ever think that we could do what we did last night. But, uh, you know, our kids came out focused, ready to play and, and, uh, you know, they just, they just keep i don't know they just feed off each other and uh you know the maturity of these seniors and, and watching them do what they do is is just amazing
1: what was maybe the biggest difference you saw in the team last night as opposed to when you played gordonsville in week 11
3: well you know we went back and we watched our films and and just watched the things that we did wrong against them in the, in the uh last game of the season and uh you know, we corrected those, and I think it showed off last night, and we, we knew what we had to do. We knew what we were going against, and, uh you know, I thought the offensive line did the, probably played the best game they've played all year and, and did a great job of, of controlling the line of scrimmage, and I think that uh, helped more than anything. You mentioned
1: offensive line those guys never get enough love and and i know running backs quarterbacks they're they're always the one getting in the newspapers and uh and all of that but talk about your offensive lines development if you would coach and just uh, how much they have been such a contributing factor to an elite offense this year
3: well you know they you know the first year it was uh it was it was tough first year you know we didn't know what we'd have and uh got some good seniors up there uh, and and they did a great job Levi Garrett and and Stone Lynn our center you know they did a great job and you know John Hamilton our tight end you know he's played tackle his entire life and uh we moved him to tight end and he's just a weapon over there uh, blocking work, going out receiving so those guys then, then Hunter McGee and um Wyatt Browning who came out this year first year he's played and since he was little bitty, and uh he, You know, uh, Hunter, Kyle, Parker, Smith; those guys have just done a super, super job and got better each week. And they believe what we're doing. You know, last night at at halftime, you know, they were coming to me and telling me what we could run. They said, "Coach, this is this is there, it's there." And and that's maturity and and how much they believe in the system. And and, uh, that's that's how far they've come along.
1: Coach, in addition to your offensive line, who were some of the standout performers in Friday night's win?
3: Well, you know, I can, I can just name them all. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, the first thing you think of, you know, was uh, our defense, which just played a great game last night. And, uh, you know, we had some people step up uh, defensively. Nate Adams got another pick last night. Alec Kerr was playing downhill and kept in tackling everybody. And, you uh, know, uh, Levi and, and, uh, uh, Ricardo McElroy did a great job and the nose guard and. Wormsmith, uh, who's come on lately and played really well. Jimmy Burchett and, and, and those guys did a great job covering everybody. And offensively, you know, the offensive line, you know, like I said, just did a great job in the first play of uh, our offensive series of, of the game. Uh, Joseph Markham goes 81 yards for a touchdown, just broke broke two, three tackles and, you know, just, uh, just a great, great overall performance, and you know. And then Keaton got in. Uh, Keaton Arms, our quarterback, scored two or three touchdowns. I don't know even know how many he got, but you know, it was just an all around performance. Every one of them stepped up and played great.
1: The Clay County Bulldogs routed Gordonsville forty-one to six in the Class One A quarterfinals on Friday night. We're talking to Clay County head football coach Bruce Lamb on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, first time since nineteen eighty five that a Clay County program has made it this far in the playoffs. Are the players aware of that, and does that history mean anything to them?
3: Absolutely. Uh, tradition is a big thing in Clay County, and uh, in the, whether it's the Slina Bulldogs or the Clay County Bulldogs, uh, you know, it, it, it's all the same. It, it's a fraternity. It's a family, and, uh, you know, once again, last night we come out, and, and those former players are lined up as we walk to the field, and and, in, in cheering these guys on. And as we walk through them I and what a great, a great thing that is to know that these, uh, all these guys, these dads and uncles and cousins and brothers are, you know, that are, uh, related to these young men or they're supporting those guys. And it's just a, it's a great, a great thing. And I, you know, I played ball with one of those guys in 85 when I played at Tennessee Tech with, uh, with Jimmy Crank And let me tell you something. That's one of the toughest men I've ever been around in my entire life. <laughs> You know, and I, I think we're following that tradition right now.
1: That is fantastic. I always love when the, the, the president embraces the history of the program. That's just great to hear. Coach, next up is Colefield, they're twelve and one and, and a lot of people are gonna do this, you know they are. They're gonna look and say, Well, Gordon will be Coalfield, and then you beat Gorgeville twice, but it don't quite work that way, does it, when you get this deep in the playoffs?
3: Absolutely not. You know that's not the same team that played Gordonsville in the middle of the year, and, and uh, they're a lot better than what they were. They, you know, I'm sure they did the same thing. They looked at where they they were deficient at and came back and and got better and, and worked on those and and fixed those deficiencies. So, you know, I'm sure that you know they're they're in the semifinals for a reason, and they're not going to come to Clay County and and lay down. They're going to come to win a football game. So we got to be prepared for everything.
1: Absolutely. Coldfield a 56 nothing winner in uh, their quarterfinal round game over Oliver Springs on the west side of the bracket. It's McKenzie and M.A.S.C. So, you know, when you get to this far, even once you've gotten to the quarterfinal round, Coach, it, it's it's tough and you've got to go out and you've got to be focused. And it seems like your team has got that focus and that mentality. They want more.
3: I think so. The confidence level right now is great. And, you know, we talked about this and. First practice of the year, you know, playing 15 games. And, and uh, you know, right now we're at 13. We you know we got two more weeks, but uh, we're going to take one game at a time. And, and uh, that, that's part of the maturity level of these kids. And, uh, you know, we'll just do what we got to do this week and, and see if we can get it done. And, you know, hopefully we'll be taking a ride to Chattanooga next week.
1: Absolutely, coach. The upper Cumberland's behind the Clay County Bulldogs who are pulling for you and go to get that win against Coldfield and head down to Chattanooga bring home some hardware coach Bruce Lamb has been our guest on the high school playbook head coach of the Clay County Bulldogs coach best of luck moving forward
3: thank you I appreciate you guys
1: with football season winding down across the upper Cumberland we'll start shifting gears a bit today and taking a look at high school basketball which is uh, getting underway throughout the region Pickett County girls basketball coach Brent Smith joining us on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders Coach Smith, you had a pretty young team last year. That was something that was the theme throughout the course of the season. But a young team that uh, maybe defied some expectations. You end up winning 19 games. A very competitive season. Good run in the postseason. How excited are you to have all those young players back who gained a lot of experience last season?
4: Uh, quite a bit. We're, we actually only um, had um, one senior off of last year's team. Um, and, of course, we, are, um, we added four freshmen to this this year's roster and uh so uh, as you can tell very young and uh, no seniors again this year so we have we're, we're basically uh freshmen
1: and sophomores with a couple of juniors that senior that you lost last year shayla wood what what are some things that shayla brought to the court i'm sure leadership being one of them especially for such a young team but some of the things that she did that you're going to have to replace this year
4: well, just uh her intensity level, um, you know, just uh her speed the game, she rebounded really well and uh attacked the basket really well. You know, she was our uh as you said, leader, you know, not necessarily a um vocal leader, but you know, she led by example and and that's the kind of things, her toughness and you know, her care. So, uh you know, that's something we're gonna have we're we're still kinda looking for, you know, with the link with the young team and you know, everybody's kinda looking over their shoulder who's go who's gonna lead and that's that's kind of a problem that we're we're trying to deal with right now and hopefully you know as i think as the year wears on that that uh, someone comes to the forefront hopefully
1: well that was what i was going to ask you about when you don't have any seniors and i know you have three juniors on the team but you're talking about kids that stepped up from a sophomore level to the junior level this year is the onus kind of on that junior group do you feel like that may have to step up and be those leaders on the court and in the locker room well you know i, I think
4: uh uh it can happen. It can, can happen. It can happen from from even sophomores. You know, I got a lot of time last year. You know, Um you know, I, or I think that um, it's a possibility. You know, sometimes it doesn't have to be your. You know, let's say your your, your most your high score, your best player it can be the. Don't have to be the leader. It's just someone that's willing to take it on the shoulders and uh, and you know and deflect any type of situation or, or 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 adjust any situation that you might have or or address it. So or just to speak up when there's a situation that you feel like. Uh, hey, coach. What about this, you know, that that's that's what we're kinda of looking for or you know, or or just something like of that nature that they ain't scared to speak up and we've got a couple of those I think will come from.
1: Coach, how surprised were you with the team's performance last year, being that it was such a young basketball team to have the kind of season that you did? Were you rather surprised by that?
4: Well in some ways yes. Yeah. Uh you know, with, with our talent level uh no. But with you know, with the non experienced level, yes. But uh you know, I, I think it's kind of the same situation this year. You know, we're, um, in our league, which is tough every night. Our schedule is really tough this year. So, um, you know, I, you know the years past when I've had some really good teams, we but like our schedule didn't meet our, what we needed. And, and this year, we're, it, it's a tough schedule. So, um, I think that'll help us to mature quicker, um, with a tougher schedule and obviously starting with a really senior laden, uh, senior-laden, uh Cumberland County team and a good team, uh, on our first night out. You know, it tells you how tough what what we're what we're trying to do
1: here pickett county lady bobcats basketball coach brent Smith joining us on a high school playbook built by mountain barn builders coach what about your team do you like so far and what's what are some of the areas that you feel like the team still needs some work in
4: well you know um as as you know we've kind of worked all season pre season and and summer uh, uh, turned our intensity levels up back up to you know scoring more points and, and pressing more and getting up and down the floor so that's what we're having to Working on, you know, we obviously couldn't do that on Tuesday night because we were down. One of our better players was down on, um, he was, had a knee injury over the weekend and couldn't play on Tuesday. So that took us away a number, took away some scoring from us. So didn't look, really look like what we were trying to do it was the same. So, and when you're playing a team that like Cumberland County, you kind of have to, you can't really press them as much and you can't. You know, you are probably trying to keep the score down as much as you're trying to keep it up. But uh I think from here on for a while we can really work on our intensity level and and speed the game up like we like to play and fast and, and, and score some points. So that's what I, I that's I, I'm just anxious to see how that goes. But uh we got some toughness um that we haven't had in the past. These we've got some freshmen that's really gonna help us, um and as the year wears I believe they're gonna continue to get better and as long with you know, when you got sophomores and and juniors that had not played a whole lot, too. So, you know, we're, we're kind of – we don't really know what we can do. I, I think that's what I'm excited about. I think, um, you know, obviously you don't want to throw away a year. But I think this year can be really nice. But, you know, the years to come are really going to be going to be fun around here, I think.
1: Coach, you turn around, you got Van Buren County, another team that's pretty darn tough in girls' basketball. You play them Saturday night. What would you like to see from your team, and what are you expect in that matchup with Van Buren?
4: Well, you know, anytime you go to Van Buren, it's a tough place to play. It's really loud. Um, you know, I, communication is going to be a problem. It, even in, during the regular, you know, this Hall classic year is still going to be communication will be a problem. I to see how we how we go in the, that environment and come out and how we, how we adjust them, you know, how, how we accept Tuesday night, if we're mad about that or we just accept it and go on. So that's what I'm excited about. Um, you know, they've got a good team. You know, the LS state tournament last year you got uh, the core back. You know, and, uh, that'll be tough. That'll be tough. So, um, you know, that they've, um, they've, they've got a kid down to injury too. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting. Um, it'll be interesting for us. It'd be a good test, class eight uh, test for us. So we'll kind of see where we're at because that could be a, also be a, you know, if we are lucky enough to get out of the region here, we'll, that'd be a sub state team we could, you know, or a place you could go play or a team you could play in the sub state. So that'll be interesting for us. So I think it'll be a great test for us.
1: Good early season schedule, that game with Van Buren. Of course, you play Cumberland. you got Scott, Jellicoe, Smith County, and Livingston all before the month of November wears out. Coach, that will help prepare you for what was really a very good, tough, competitive district last year and likely will be again this year with Clay, Gordonsville, Red Bullock Springs, and Clark Range. Do you think it's going to be as tough top to bottom as you saw it or maybe even more so this year?
4: Absolutely. I can tell you right now, you can put all four of those top four and shake, put them in a bag and shake them and see what comes out. It, it, you don't know. I mean, any, any of the four could win it, um, very easily could win, could win the district. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. Every night go play. And, you know, Gordonsville put up, a, uh, you know, cut out Clark Range first round last year. So, you know, it's just, um, there's a lot of tough situations that we're going to have. And, you know, a lot of those guys again are senior. I got a lot of senior leadership on their teams. And, and, uh, so that, that, that'll be a test for us as well. So, you know, we're this, it depends on how you come out of this. You know, we got to get healthy. we got a couple of kids are, are beat up a little bit and uh, already. So uh, maybe we can get healthy, and, and I think we can make a great run.
1: I think it's going to be a great season for Pickett County, a great season in the district, a lot of competitive basketball. And uh, if you get a chance tonight, head down to Van Buren County to see Pickett County play 6 o'clock tonight. Coach Brent Smith has been our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, thanks for joining us, and uh, best of luck throughout the season. Yes, sir. Thank you again
0: where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Burn Builders High School Playbook.
1: The York Institute Dragons are on their way to the state semifinals for the first time since the 2009 season. Logan Pinnell ran for 180 yards on just 10 carries, scored four touchdowns. York Institute knocks off Monterey 35-21 Friday night in Jamestown, York Institute head football coach Derwin Wright joins a high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, first right out of the gate, how good does it feel to be headed to the semifinals?
5: Oh, it's unbelievable! I'm so I'm so proud for our community and our kids. Are, are they? You know, they just—it's been a complete turnaround. Just uh, couldn't be any more excited.
1: Coach, your team, the last few times I've seen you, it's like you come out and you're laser-focused. And last night seemed to be the case. Even during warm-ups, the team looked loose. They looked confident. Was that somewhat the case? Were they just ready to go and play that game last night?
5: Hey, this team, uh, you know, we're, we're, we we're go over and watch film, and then we walk back over. And about 5 o'clock, you know, they're in there. They're playing music. They're dancing. They're just and, – and, and, you know, we're talking to them. We go in to talk to them about the game. I'm like, well, it's apparent you guys are really tight. So uh, that's the kind of thing they are. (laughs) They're they're, they're pretty loose. Most of the time they're focused. uh, But, uh, you know, lately they've been been that way. And then when they step on the field, they're focused. And they get after it.
1: In a game like this, every drive matters and certainly did last night. And I want to come out of the game. Monterey got the ball to start the game. And I think they had about a 10-play drive. And they drive down into your territory. But your defense is able to turn them away. Coach, what was the feeling coming out of that first drive, knowing they had really threatened you there, but uh, your defense was able to hold strong?
5: Well, we had them, we had them third and long, and they and they they threw a screen, and defensive end a little over jealous. gets a late hit on the quarterback, personal foul, automatic first down. So you know, at that point, we knew the, you know the first first three plays they had went backwards, and we gave you know we gave them the first with our mistake. And uh so, you know, that, that always puts you behind eight ball and you gotta win third downs. So then they they continue the drive and when we stop them, you know, I, it, it's one of those things, you know, telling our defense, hey you guys, you see what you can do now, let's take the mistakes and the penalty out, let's let's just play ball.
1: You're down twenty one twenty one point after leading twenty to seven during the second point second quarter of the football game. Monterey's able to rally, but you still have ten and a half minutes. On the clock there in the fourth quarter down only a point. What's the mood on the sideline and what's kinda of going through your head at that point?
5: Well, it's it's just like, you know, we talked about, you know, it's it's kinda like a heavyweight fight. There's gonna be you know, we threw the first couple punches and then they came back threw punches and you know, and then we we overcome a a fourth down and Miles left you and Bryson Bilberry connected on just a heck of a heck of a play to keep a drive alive and, for us to go in and take the lead, uh, but you know, they, they honestly, you know, at, in the third quarter, I think our guys kind of panicked a little bit. And then we threw those hands up fourth quarter and you know, I said, Hey, this is, this is, you know, this, this quarter is going to determine whether you go back and make history of where we've been or not. So let's just, you know, let's just play ball. I focused in and, uh, uh, I don't, I want to brag on a uh, one of our running backs, Logan Pinnell, had 180 yards. You know, last night just did an outstanding job.
1: Absolutely, that was the next thing I wanted to talk about as we speak with Derwin Wright, the head coach of the York Institute Dragons here on the High School Playbook. Yeah, ten carries, 180 yards, uh, four touchdowns, coach. That's a pretty good day at the office. You doggone
5: right. That's uh, that's his breakout game, and he he's not a big guy. Uh, he's, he's shifty. He, he does a great job using his blockers. Uh, and for a guy, his size, he, uh, seldom does his first guy take him down. And I just can't, I just can't brag enough about how he ran. And then, and then the blocking that we got downfield that he used, it was, uh, it is like I said, it is a breakout game for him.
1: 56-yard touchdown, a 65-yard touchdown, and then a 16-yard touchdown late. And I was looking for the note on the other one. I, I believe it was a shorter yardage touchdown. But uh looked to me like when Pinnell, when he found a seam coach, he's got a second gear and uh, shows off some pretty elite speed when he's able to hit that seam.
5: Yeah, he does. He, uh, he uh, Like I said, he's got great vision. He gets up in there in the hole and- it's like he'll disappear and then boom, here he comes popping out of it. And you're like, well, I don't know, where'd he come from? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Coach, you're getting ready for the semifinal round. First time York Institute's been to the semifinals since back in 2009. You head down to Chattanooga to take on a talented Tyner team. And, uh, I'm sure you've not begun the full-fledged scouting as of yet, but, uh, what do you know of
5: Tyner right now? Well, I always know Tyner's going to be a, a team with a lot of speed, uh, and, you know, it's, it's a game that you, our offense is, is a ball control offense. So it fits that, but you know, we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to really do an awesome job on defense and in the kicking game. Uh, because you know, they're, they're, we've got a couple of guys anytime they can touch it, they can take it all the way. And, and, you know, I know they're going to have those guys. And, uh, we played first round there in 2006. I was coach and, uh, We, you know, we were, we were obviously not picked to win the game and went down there and beat them 15 to eight. And it was, uh, and it was that kind of game. We, uh, time of possession was like three to one for us, but you know, that's a hard thing to do. Uh, but I know they're just going to have a lot of speed, a lot of speed on the edges. And, uh, uh, so we're going to have to be, you know, be solid.
1: Coach, you're going to go down there with a 9-4 and four record. People are going to probably be picking Tyner to win that game. With the four losses, Absolutely. Even th- this team seems like it's just persevered and overcome every obstacle. And uh, what is that element that just helps this team be able to do that?
5: Well, you know, one one of the things is uh, the the whole, you know, attitude had to change. Uh, we we went in – when I went in, in in February in the weight room uh, – I think a lot of kids were sitting on the, on the fence, whether they really wanted to continue to play football or not. Uh, we spent a lot of time working out, but we also, you know, I spent a lot of time trying to build relationships and getting to know boys and and just, you know, finding out what their interest was. And it, it was just, you know, that, that was a big part. And then they bought in, they really, they really, you know, they bought into what we were doing. Uh, even when we, when we were running the wing tee out of the spread and shotgun, they, they, they loved it. And then when we went back into more traditionally what I'd done in the wing tee, I mean, they bought in there too. And of course most of these kids had run that in middle school. So it's, it's just, yeah, it's, they've just been a, just been a joy to watch them grow
1: absolutely and they're on the way to the state semi-finals york institute dragons victorious over monterey 35 to 21 on friday night coach derwin wright of the york institute dragons joining us on the high school playbook coach congratulations to this team we're wishing you all the best headed down to chattanooga hopefully go down there and uh spend a couple weeks in chattanooga get the big win next week and uh, come back and go for that gold ball
5: well that's you know obviously that's what we're hoping we know it's going to be a tough road uh Hey, one kid I want to mention last night, we have freshman linebacker, number 34, Blake Bulls, hit 13 tackles last night. Wow. He had a outstanding game, and he's, uh, I mean, like I said, he's a freshman. He's not the biggest guy, but, boy, he's got a nose for football.
1: Absolutely. Called that name, I know, quite a bit during our broadcast last yep. night. He was in on a whole lot of plays last night. Just a freshman, so he's got a really yep. bright future ahead of him. Coach Wright, yep. once again, congratulations. Thank you for the time this morning. <laughs> Thank you.
0: This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville.
1: Shifting gears back to basketball. The Clay County Bulldogs are getting there. Back one game for the Bulldogs. They lost their opener to the Livingston Academy, sixty-two to forty-one. Despite the fact several players on the Clay County basketball roster still part of the Clay County football team, head coach Rob Edwards joins the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, how excited are you and your team to get started this season?
6: Oh, we're excited. Uh, you know, of course, we're still in the football playoffs. Uh, And I've got a a large part of my roster still on the football field. But, uh, you know, the six guys that I have, we're pretty excited.
1: Absolutely. Let me get back to that for just a moment because a lot of teams have that problem this time of year. I won't call it a problem, but you are missing some players on your roster that are part of the football team. Getting those players back, how long does it typically take them to kind of get up to game speed in basketball?
6: Well, I'll be honest with you. This is the deepest playoff run that our football team has made in 23 years since I've been here. Um, typically, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go a couple rounds deep. So I would have already had those guys, but, uh, it's, um, you know, it's usually two to three weeks uh, to get into what we call basketball shape and to adjust to the, uh, difference in physicality. You know, we still want to be physical, but there's a difference, uh, a different level of it, uh, between football and basketball, obviously
1: coach 24 and 7 your record last year getting to the state semifinals it was a fantastic year and uh how do you look to follow that up do you feel like this team's got a lot of motivation to get back to murfreesboro this year
6: well i think so i think we should if we don't uh, at this point uh you know, we uh, of course we lost Grant Strong, Jeff Spivey, Eli Smith, uh, some guys that, that meant a whole lot to the to the season last year and to the program uh, overall in their careers. And uh, for these these guys coming back, uh, they've always kind of played uh, in the shadow of those guys, to be honest with you. And uh, so now it's their opportunity uh, to to show what they can do on the basketball court. And uh, you know, we're looking forward to uh, getting those guys out there and and figuring out lineups and uh, things that we that we have to do every year, you know. So um, they're, uh, we're looking forward to it.
1: A lot of uh, fans, basketball fans across the Upper Cumberland, they'll know the name Grant Strong for sure and even fans across the state. But you mentioned Jeff Spivey and Eli Smith, and they brought a lot of intangibles to the court as well. Coach, what are the areas that are really going to have to be filled by the voids of the three losses of a year ago?
6: Well, pretty much scoring is where we're going to have to fill that in. Um, we don't have – I don't have one guy that's going to give us 33, 34 points a night, you know, and uh, I have a lot of guys that can score 12 or 14 a night. So I think it makes us a little bit more difficult to prepare for, a little bit harder to guard. So I think in a way that's an advantage. But, um, again, these guys are going to have to adjust to the to the fact that uh, they can't rely on, on somebody else to score. Now, we've got to uh, – they're the guys they're the man uh, they got to get the job done
1: we're previewing the clay county bulldog basketball season with clay county head basketball coach rob edwards on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach you've got five seniors on this year's team and john hamilton jimmy Burchett, keaton arms bryce bailey alec kerr some of those i know are still playing football but uh, what do you expect and what do you like out of the senior group
6: uh, you know, I, I like the, the fact that uh, they've all played together uh, their entire lives. Uh, you know, they know one another really well. They're, they're good friends on and off the court. Um, they have a lot of good chemistry together, uh, and I think it's just a matter of those guys getting on the court and, and beginning to jail uh, once they get out of football. Uh, take a little time, obviously, but um, you know, once they once they get uh, get into a rhythm, uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna have a really good basketball season.
1: Who are some of the players that during the offseason have really put in a lot of work and you've seen some great improvement in?
6: Um, You know, all those guys, they they all worked in the spring. We, uh, you know, they all picked up on an AAU team or played a few little uh, games and uh, got in the gym and and shot some. And then, of course, over the summer, you know, worked pretty hard. And then, of course, once camp's over, uh, like I said, the majority of those guys, uh, 12, 12 off my roster, play football. So once. Once the dead period's over, they're football guys, and I don't touch them until football season's over. So, uh, uh, but the guys that uh, they're not playing football, you know, Bryce is the only senior out of that group that's not playing football, and uh, he's put in a lot of time, um, worked on his own some stuff, and and uh, and gotten a lot better, and, and looking forward to seeing what what he's capable of doing his senior year.
1: Coach Edwards, you had a game against Livingston Academy this past Tuesday night, a 62-41 loss, and. Probably hard to tell a whole lot about your basketball team, but what were some positives that you gleaned from that game against the Wildcats to open your season?
6: Well, like I said, Bryce, uh, Bryce, the only senior, uh, he'll be a starter when the football guys get back. Uh, The other four guys that started that game, uh, some of them are going to play a role. uh, So I thought thought it was really good for those guys to get the opportunity to play uh, uh, what amounted to an entire game because there's only six of them. So it wasn't like we had a big, (laughs) deep rotation or anything. Um, so they got a lot of minutes against a good, uh, uh, fast, hard playing Livingston Academy team. And, um, you know, I think we learned some things. I think we, those guys, those young guys learned kind of the speed of the game. Uh, you know, we've had a hard time practicing. To be honest with we, you, we've, we've been practicing with the girls some, uh, just so we would have some bodies out there to, uh, to go against. So, uh, to get on the floor with another varsity team and play against their, their best, their best against um, our best is uh, really good for those kids.
1: The Clay County Bulldogs, the defending District 7-1A champions from a year ago. Coach, you got the target on your back, being the defending champs in a pretty good district, Pickett County, Gordonsville, Red Boiling Springs, Clark Range, top to bottom. What do you expect from the district this year?
6: Well, I, I, District 7 or District 6, whatever, TWS like wants to number it from <laughs> year to year. Uh, always always competitive, always competitive. Uh, you know you can't overlook anybody. Uh, a lot of good coaches in District Seven right now. Uh, you gotta you gotta have a game plan going in every night, and, and you gotta put in your time and, and be prepared. And uh, kids have to be mentally prepared. They can't walk in anywhere and just think we're gonna we're gonna throw. They see the other team sees the Clay County jersey and they're just gonna surrender. It doesn't happen that way. So so we gotta be ready uh, with game plans. We gotta be ready mentally as well each and every
1: night. Absolutely. Now, Clay County will be back on the court on Monday night as Jellicoe comes to town in a Friday night game with Jackson County, so getting basketball in the full swing. And, uh, of course, Coach, it may be a little while before you get your entire team back as well as the football team has been playing, but I know it's going to be another exciting season for the Clay County Bulldogs. Coach Rob Edwards, thank you for a few minutes of your time to join us today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
0: Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking prep sports. The High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders.
1: Basketball coverage today. As we travel up to Jamestown to t- to talk uh, Little York Institute Dragons basketball, Dragons head coach Rodney Pyle joining us on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, are you still missing several of your players from the football team?
7: Yeah, um, w- you know we got uh, we've got two starters and uh, we've got a, a uh, one of our subs uh, that played a lot of minutes this summer for us. Uh, they're still with the dragon football team and we're wishing them well and we hope they we hope they win it all but uh... we're we're without them and so we've got uh... uh well we still got eleven guys with us right now and so we're just you know we're doing the best we can and and we got a good bunch of guys still with us uh... and so we're we just kind of got a little bit outmanned over at oak ridge oak ridge got a nice ball club they've got a big school a lot of students choose from uh... big four a school and uh, we just, uh, you know, just a little bit short-handed uh, that night. And uh, hopefully we're we're getting these guys better and uh, building some, uh, you know, getting some guys that will be able to come off the bench and give us some valuable minutes. And uh, just trying to uh, keep it together until we get these football guys
1: back. Coach, I know you had some losses from last year's team, some key players that won't be coming back, obviously, due to graduation. Who did you lose from last year? And, and what voids do you have to fill with those losses?
7: Well, uh, so – uh, we had Nick Smith and John Heddings, and I, I can't say enough about them. They were two great uh, seniors, uh, super seniors. Uh, they did everything for us. They they defended. They they scored the ball. They were great, great team leaders. Uh, yes sir, no sir. Uh, good attitudes, and uh, uh, so they're they're basically impossible to to replace. And so, uh, but uh, but we're, we've got some good guys uh, coming up. Uh, uh, we've got a, a freshman uh, that's in the. On the football, that sub that I was talking about that played a lot of good minutes, uh, Will Beatty, uh, we're expecting him to have, have a good year this year. And, and we got some other guys, of course, uh, we, we played, uh, we played seven last year. And of course we, we lost those two seniors. So we got five of those guys back and all oh, with some great experience. We've got one, uh, one senior, one lone senior, uh, Blaine York and, you know blaine york had a real solid year last year for us uh we're we're looking for him to have a better year this year and uh you know he's the one hit the hit the big shot in the region championship against jackson county to uh to give us that uh give us that win so uh and then we got so we got several juniors uh we got uh, uh but the, you know some of the guys that's come back of course uh you know um bryson bilberry and Miles left you, they're still playing football, and so we don't have them in the gym yet, but, uh, uh, they're juniors, and then, of course, we got, uh, Zach Bird and, uh, Jackson Cananter and Andrew Hall, uh, that, that's with us right now, and, uh, working hard and playing hard and getting better, and, uh, we've got, uh, Heath Wattenberger, uh, that is from, uh, that played the last two years at piggy County. He's, he's moved up here and transferred up here to play, and, and so we're looking for big things out of him, so we got, Got a lot of, a lot of juniors on the team. Don't have any sophomores on the team. Got a, a big uh, freshman class as well that's, uh, that's, uh, right now since, uh, since some of those guys are in football, some of these freshmen, uh, Brody Shelton, and Cody, uh, bird and and carter gibson are, are being thrown in there a little bit but uh uh we we've got we got a good nucleus of team we just got to make sure we are getting better each and every game it's still early and hopefully we're getting better and we'll we'll see what we can do at the end of the year
1: york institute boys basketball coach rodney Pyle joining us on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders Coach, your team goes 26-8 and last year. You win the district, win the district tournament, win the region tournament, and get to the state quarterfinals, lost a heartbreaker in double overtime to Milan. How much does that experience from a year ago, that championship pedigree experience, and that run to the state tournament, how much does that help motivate the team? But even more than that, just put the reality in this team that they can go that far, they can accomplish what the team a year ago accomplished.
7: Yeah, you know, this, uh, this is, you know, of course, uh, Coach Tays uh, started, uh, started this build, uh, several years ago and, you know, his last year during that, uh, during that COVID year when they didn't get to, they were actually supposed to play at the state tournament. Uh, COVID knocked them out of it. So that was that year. The next year, Roy Whited, uh, was the, the, was the head coach here. I was his assistant, uh, did a great job. And, uh, we were, we got beaten a sub state game at home. And then last year, uh, we was able to, uh, have a lot of accomplishments and, uh, we, we won the region again. And, then um, we hosted a first round, you know, the, the region, the sub-state game here, and then we went to Milan, went to the state tournament and played Milan, got beaten double overtime, so uh, so the foundation is, is real solid right now. We just got to make sure that we, we continue to build on that and keep getting it better, and um, of course, we've had a great run of uh, really good athletes, and Hopefully that will continue. And um, let me rec- correct you on one thing: we we didn't win the district tournament, uh, but uh, we 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 were trying very hard. But Jackson County got us that night. But uh, uh, we did win the district district regular season, won the region championship, won our sub state game at home, and and Milan knocked us out. And uh, unfortunately, uh, during that Milan game, uh, a couple of days before that, Nick Smith uh, turned his ankle, and so Nick Smith was was you know him and John Heading's were our two studs. And our two really good players, and uh, uh, so Nick was uh, was limited. He played the whole game, I believe, against Milan, even in both overtimes. But he was a little limited, wasn't quite his explosive self that he had been uh, during the regular season, and uh, and it hurt us. So yeah, we'd love to have that game back uh, and have a full. Uh, Full strength uh, nick smith and uh, we you know we, we take our chances any day with that
1: absolutely coach you're looking at a pretty tough district you mentioned jackson county uh, look for them to be back i'm sure i'm sure and of course york is going to have a target on their back this year monterey coming back bledsoe county Sequatchie county when you see the district this year what do you see from it top to bottom
7: yeah, I see a very solid district again. Uh, you know, we don't know much about Sequatchie County. Uh, they lost, they had a lot of seniors last year, so they lost quite a few. Uh, of course, everybody's gonna lose some seniors. Bledsoe lost a, a few, but they've got a good nucleus of their guys back. Uh, Jackson County, uh, is that team that, uh, is probably right now we're looking at, uh, being the most dangerous in our, in our district. Uh, they got quite a few back. I know they, they lost Cuevas, but, uh, you yeah, know, but they've got some really solid players coming back back for them uh monterey they lost some good seniors as well uh i think they've got the uh the, the Monet kid that come transferred from them from jackson county so that's going to give them some outside uh shooting and you know really big physical guard so you know our district talk tomorrow is going to be solid again and we just got to make sure we're ready to play each and every night uh and get better
1: Always a lot of fun to check out the York Institute Dragons. In fact, they'll be in action uh, Saturday evening, 545 against Columbia Academy. Head Coach Rodney Pyle joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, thanks for the time today. Good luck throughout the course of the basketball season.
7: Hey, thanks a lot.
1: Go Dragons. Special thanks to our guests today, Monterey Head Football Coach Scott Hughes, Clay County Head Football Coach Bruce Lamb, Pickett County Girls Basketball Coach Brent Smith, York Institute Football Coach Derwin Wright, Clay County Boys Head Basketball Coach Rob Edwards, York Institute Dragons basketball coach Rodney Pyle. Our studio producers are Jake Wallman and Gavin Gonzi. Our on-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. And for this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan.
0: The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127 Get the scouting Report on all the week's prep action Online now UCSportsNation.com
1: Rock 93.7 WBXE,
3: Baxter, Cookville
6: Where the coaches are ready to talk Big Orange football
3: Powered by Tommy's Motorsports College football Tennessee
1: football The weekly coaches meeting starts now
2: This is Coach to Coach.
1: The Volunteers got their run game started in the second half, slowing Missouri's defensive front, and they found some answers to slow the Tigers' running quarterback. Turned into a blowout as Tennessee finishes undefeated at home. Key defensively was they went away from blitz.